0: How'd you get started in music?
1: Cool, cool. Um, man, I would say it's the journey started when I was uh, a little girl, and I was writing poetry and journaling all the time. And and you know, looking back, it was uh, writing really became my outlet to express all the. I can swear, right? Can I swear?
0: Yeah, you can okay. talk all
1: through. this shit all this shit i was going through because uh my parents separated when i was really little like i don't ever remember them being together so what i do remember is just them trying to you know navigate a really nasty divorce and then also different like dating and relationships and so both households were super chaotic and um i turned to writing and then uh when I was maybe thir- 13, my mom rented my brother an electric guitar and an amp. And one day when he was gone, I snuck in his room and I like turned it on. I was playing really quietly. I'm like, it's so quiet. No one's going to hear me. And then my mom comes in and I thought I was going to get in trouble. You know, it's always like, don't touch your brother's things, you know. And she uh, she asked me if I want a guitar lessons. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really I do And uh, so then when I was 14, she bought me my first acoustic guitar. I started taking lessons and voice lessons. And finally I was able to put my writing to song.
0: Mm. And
1: now that I look back, like I was already writing poetry in song format,
0: Mm.
1: like before I ever picked up a guitar, which makes me think like maybe a past life, I was a musician. I don't know. I believe in that stuff though. I really do. Um, But then from there on out, you know, I joined every choir in high school. I joined KW Glee, which was basically like Glee for the city that I grew up in. So we, we learned all these popular songs with choreography, like eight harmony parts. It was, it was crazy, honestly, but such a good experience and really good training for me. Um, But it was still one of those things like, I remember in grade 12, you know, when everyone's asking, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I still felt embarrassed to say I want to pursue music because it just seemed like such a far-fetched dream. Um, and writing definitely came first for me. Singing is something that I've really worked on and I've gotten better at. But, like, if we go back to my old singing videos and recordings, like, geez, You know, <laughs> I just I sounded really little, which is, which is fine because it's all about the journey. But um, it was... And then after high school, I took, I went to York University in Toronto for a year for the acting program. And after like two months, I was like, no, this is so not me. There was no music. I ended up just like being put in shop, building production, design stuff for the the play. So there I was literally in like carpentry class. And I'm like, what am I doing? This is not what I'm, you know, born to do and then i got accepted to um a private school for performing arts which was like singing dancing acting mm-hmm. acting for theater and also acting for uh, voice and television and that was that really changed my life because um through that i ended up moving to toronto mm-hmm. full time and i moved in next door to a guy named Sean Frank who anyone who like knows you know my story will will definitely recognize that name, and if you don't, I'll tell you. So, uh, as of now, like he's done so, he's done so many amazing records. He is a uh, like quadruple threat: writer, producer, singer, um, all the things. But when I moved in next door to him. He just like heard me singing in the backyard one day, and he's just like, "Man, you have a
0: really good voice. Like, have you ever?" Wait, wait, wait. wait. That's too good. That's too good to be true.
1: Yeah. Straight <laughs> up, he heard me singing as I'm walking down like the back, like past slash driveway.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. What coincidence.
1: It was. I mean, universe, divine timing. I swear, nothing nothing uh happens without a reason um and so that day when I came back from class or whatever it was uh he brought me to the studio which there was a studio in like his house and we wrote this record together I recorded it and then I think like a week or so later it all happened so fast he calls me when I'm in class and I step out, I'm like, what's up? He's like, so our song got signed to Spinning Records. And oh, I was just, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. What's Spinning Records?
0: <laughs>
1: I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't know the music industry. I didn't know the politics. I didn't understand splits. Like I didn't know anything. I was so new. And so that was really the start of my professional career. Because after that, I just like, I had so many calls and requests and emails from all these different DJs and producers to, to top line, write, sing. So that led to my collaboration with Oliver Heldens called Shades of Grey, um, with yeah. Adventure Club, Zed's Dead, Tiesto, Rez. Like I did a, a whole, uh, EDM run, which was so fun because then I got to tour with Sean, Uh, playing the biggest music festivals in the world
0: yeah yeah. that's a big deal you played the ultra miami 2016 we just had to blow up the way it did because that went viral as soon as that released the whole performance
1: dude no i i that was so everything was new for me so i really didn't have any expectations i just remember standing side stage like terrified trying not to like pee my pants because i'm like oh my god i've never sang in front of this many people before Um, but, uh, yeah, incredible, incredible experiences. And as grateful as I am to have had that, uh, that come up in the EDM world and collaborated with all these incredible producers, I just, I knew that I had my own stories to tell and, so I I I and I had been putting together you know writing music since as long as I can remember. So 2019 I dropped my very first album, titled "Dirty Pretty Things," and man, that is like that was the the story of my life thus far in 13 songs. So wow. whenever I whenever I meet someone new or I don't know talking to industry people or people just want to understand me or hear my music, I'm like, listen to this, because. In these 13 songs, you'll learn more about me than I can ever really tell you. Um, I kind of spill it all. But yeah, that that's like, that's the longer version, I suppose.
0: That's yeah. Sure. And you have the Aliens Exist EP. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. So uh, that I just, oh my gosh, I'm so bad with dates. I think I dropped it November 4th.
0: <laughs> so about a, a, a month ago.
1: About a month ago officially. Like, Sorry, go ahead.
0: What was the response like once you released that? Oh,
1: it's it's been amazing. I mean, my my day ones just like the one thing that I love when they message me, um, or they comment and they're like, You never put out a bad song. And mm-hmm. to me, that is probably one of the best compliments ever. Um Cause I also feel like my standards for myself as you know, it's what which I could say about any human, like for us ourselves, like we're our own biggest critic. I don't want to say worst critic cause that's so negative, but like, we're our main critic. Right. Um, so it's really important to me that everything I put out is a reflection of like a piece of me. um, and I think that all my songs definitely, I mean, they definitely come from real places. I had I had a lot of fun writing the song Aliens Exist, the lead single, because I remember I was in Nashville, my first and only ever time in Nashville. I was there for a week, booked a bunch of sessions, shot a music video with this country artist I did a duet with. And then I'm in this one session and I'm like, I want to write a song that's called like Aliens Exist, but I don't know the angle yet. I just know that aliens actually do exist and like I want to play off of it um and then uh and there was the other writer in the room she's like what if it's what if the angle is like if aliens exist then maybe good guys do too and that in a writing session it was kind of like a eureka moment I'm like oh yeah okay like I vibe with this um and then uh that's how that song came to life and the other song oh man like it's a journey for me because the <laughs> This this one song, We Don't Sleep, is full, like, party anthem, Friday night. Anyone who needs a Friday night party anthem pump-up song played that shit. But just know that I wrote that song maybe three months into quarantine after I met, like, I met this boy right before quarantine in L.A.
0: Oh, yeah. So you were, you were quarantined up. You were booed up. Yeah. I was
1: booed up. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say he's part of the reason why I ended up staying in LA and not going back to Canada because I'm originally obviously Canadian. Um, I'm so grateful I stayed. I love living in California, but I also just had the best quarantine ever. And I know that not everyone can say that, so I'm super grateful.
0: Why that... why would you say that? Why why would you say because that's like a an odd answer, you know, for the average. American to say like hey the quarantine was great for me did you feel like it was a lot of self-reflection and the healing that you did during quarantine and love and just peace with yourself
1: like, I uh, quarantine that's yeah that's a that's a fair question um I would say that you know I was in the honeymoon phase I was in pure bliss oh, yeah. for we went into lockdown march 12 2020 and i would say for nine months straight or maybe like even a year was just like paradise some the, some like the best times of my life the happiest i had ever been in my heart with this person um we had so much fun like just venturing well, around the funnest, the,
0: that you get together.
1: the funnest thing yeah we took a trip to joshua tree uh, we did acid together in Joshua tree. (laughs) That was profound. And I feel like that was the, I mean, I dove into parts of myself that I had never like doors open that I had never ventured down before. So for a personal self-reflective, uh, moment that was profound, but it also connected him and I on a much deeper level. Um, unfortunately that relationship well not unfortunately actually i learned so much and i'm in a, a really good place but uh the relationship ended over a year ago now so i've been single for a year but yeah. um like, so
0: like how would a, how would a guy get you now like would he have to be you know sliding the dms would you have to meet him in person you know oh, dating app where, where are you on like how could you catch your attention but a guy's fellas tapped in
1: it's uh that's tricky right now because I've got I mean yeah for the
0: girls girls, I don't know it could be for the yeah no it's
1: it's, no it's a it's a good question um I I was on I mean like a couple months after my breakup I went on the dating app Raya which some may be familiar with and then even if I started chatting with someone anytime I get to the point where he's like so like can I take you over dinner or something? I would just, I would like ghost, I go ghost. And I'm like, ah, I don't know this person and the thought of meeting up with them after like just, you know, not knowing them, it, it freaked me out too much. So I'd say I'm definitely one of those people that would prefer to meet someone in person. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah Cause Ryan, that's like exclusive dating app for like high profile people pretty much. Right.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, it's just another club type thing. Um, I thought it was kind of cool because yeah, because people are vetted and and they do kind of like background checks, I suppose you could say. But at the end of the day, I'm just like I was too scared to meet up with someone I'd never met before. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's like slide into my DMs, maybe you'll catch me on a day where I'm feeling more open. But I actually have like I've kind of like boycotted boys for the last i mean there was one I let in we we were seeing each other for two months but besides that it's been like no guys not going on dates because i'm just focusing on myself i'm starting i'm working on entirely new artist project and in my mind i'm like until i'm where i want to be in my life i just can't have any distractions
0: right right you know so is that your type, like guys in the industry, or do you date like regular nine to five type guys? Um,
1: man, I would say I'm not. I'm not a super shallow person. Like I don't. I do not care about Instagram followers numbers. That definitely someone who can take care of me. So like, cause I've dated. I've dated millionaires, and then I've dated like borderline broke, and and then I've dated the in betweens, but like even the guy who only had five grand to his name spoiled the shit out of me and always knew, like, he's like, I'm going to figure out no matter what, but like, you deserve this. And of course he figured it out. He made his money, but I'll never forget, you know, what the effort he put in. I'm like, I I value that, you know, I think like any woman would just being treated really, really well taken care of. Um, but I mean, no, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be famous. I think, two famous people in relationships are actually like more likely to fail to be honest statistically that's actually proven too
0: so who would uh, you feel like your celebrity crush is
1: oh my gosh off the top of my head like chris hemsworth he's married with kids it's never gonna happen
0: (laughs) chris for sure
1: chris hemsworth uh i don't know do i even have like Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's so many out there.
1: Harry Styles. I saw him in concert the other week, but I'm like, that's so cliche. Every girl loves
0: Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles, he's like a superstar. Facts, facts. Yeah. Yo, let's, yeah. let's get back to the music. Let's talk about your, <laughs> your viral moment on Spotify. You you're doing like, you know, 50 million streams right now with I Prevail. Uh, so let's talk about how that how that song came about.
1: Man, I think it was Brian, who's the lead singer of I Prevail, slid into my DMs. I guess it was a couple years ago now, and at the time I was in, uh, I was vacationing. I was on an island, like full just relaxation mode, and I opened up this DM. I was with my boyfriend at the time, and he's like, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like your music lane. Like they're they're pretty hardcore, and I looked at him. I was like do you know what I was doing at 14?
0: Like Uh I was
1: going to punk rock emo metal shows, getting tossed around in the mosh pit, like headbanging. This is, this is super nostalgic for me. I've been listening to these guys for years. So he ended up sending me the record and I think he had written, I want to say he had already written the second verse or most of it. So I just, it was just one, kind of one of those things that I had to re-sing. I ended up rewriting a couple lyrics when I got back from vacation recorded it sent it to his team they were like we fucking love this um we'd love to you know do it Mm -hmm. and uh that's that's kind of how it happened and the music video they ended up shooting was so beautiful I wasn't in it but it was it was very cinematic it almost like Yeah. yeah it was like a mini movie um but yeah that one I think was on the radio as well in America, which is super cool. I didn't hear it because I don't listen to the radio when I get in my car, but I know people did. So yeah, it's pretty surreal.
0: Facts, facts. You doing numbers? Let's talk about your Spotify numbers because your Spotify rap came through, and you're doing numbers right now. Let's what numbers like you got right now as far as like your yearly listeners.
1: I it was uh, I'll never forget it because it was two 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 twenty two point two million this past year plays listeners I can't remember but it was like 187 countries I mean what I posted it but yeah it's it's one of those moments like I really stopped yeah 4.5 million listeners 1.1 million hours there's a lot of angel numbers there but it's one of those things like the last year I really stopped caring about numbers on social media especially like number of likes number of comments Whatever it is, because, I mean, that climate is always changing and it's nearly impossible to keep up. I feel like with TikTok and all these new things always happening. Um, But then when I saw those numbers, I really just like I just kind of like, closed my eyes and tried to imagine that many people or that much time. And it's it's pretty impossible to wrap your head around. So. Thanks. Yeah. Just grateful. Just grateful.
0: What would you say like your favorite aspect of being an artist is? Is it the uh, the music, like being in the studio, doing the performances, or shooting like music videos and stuff? Man, the internet. Like
1: when you first asked me the question, I'm I'm like trying to find things, but then you probably listed off the most fun things, like all three things for different reasons. Being in the studio with the right people. With the right vibe, that's, that's such a profound experience on its own because not only do we end up with this beautiful piece of art at the end of the day, it's like therapy <laughs> straight yeah. up. It's like eight, eight hours of therapy where I get to be an open book with people I trust. We usually more often than not dive into, you know, whatever it is I'm going through. And and walking into the room with nothing, walking out of the room with something magical is a, is a feeling that's um that's hard to describe for anyone who hasn't personally like experienced it. No. But I'll just say it's it's magical. And then, you know, being on stage, getting to perform the music. It wouldn't mean anything if I'm just sitting, if I'm just up there with the mic on stage by myself, like it's all about the connection. So getting that energy, feeling that connection with the crowd, with the fans, that just gives you an adrenaline rush. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone skydiving, jumped out of a plane, like it's like that, you know? Uh, I need like three hours after show to just wind down. Cause I'm like, adrenaline pumping um but yeah those definitely those three things are oh and then shooting music videos that's those days are long but i have a lot of fun i'm super chill on set i know that i've like, because from directors i've worked with by the end of the day they're like you were so easy to work with like thanks for just being chill and dope and like so and so was such a diva or oh my god working with whatever was a nightmare and i'm I'm like i'm here to have a good time you know as long as we we get the shots we keep we hold our timeline like i don't think it should be stressful should be fun for everyone you know so
0: yeah what is it like being upset with you are you kind of directing producing it are you hands-on when it comes to like the choreography the location all that stuff makeup wardrobe
1: uh i'm i'm insanely hands-on um everything from like I guess you could say I, I produce or at least like assisting producing every video I've done whether it's like scouting locations um you know conceptualizing props literally like when a producer will also uh buy crafts which crafts is for like snacks and food and I'm I'm like no nobody else is touching this because if the, every time I've let someone else buy a craft, they've got chips, they've got candy, they've got just like total shit on the table. And then nobody wants to eat like genu- genuinely, people actually want to eat healthy, because if you eat healthy, you feel good. So stuff like that. um, Hair and makeup. Yeah, I have a girl that is pretty much my go to girl, girl here in LA. And like, I've thrown some of the craziest like designs and things at her and she always pulls it off so that's really fun just knowing that i'm like if i can dream it she can probably do it styling i've also taken on a lot myself um yeah you just like after doing this for so many years and making mistakes that you know trusting people like to maybe have too much power in certain decisions and then not being fully happy with the product you just you just come to realize like no one's ever going to care as much as you care so make it how you want to make it and that's sometimes it's the only way that you're going to end up happy at the end of the day so yeah i would love to be more hands-off but i'm like kind of neurotic which a lot of artists are so is what it is
0: yeah yeah let's talk about your situation right now are you more like independent are you with a major what's your situation
1: so I had signed uh, a greater it's called like a greater artist deal with AWOL mm-hmm. which still allows me to remain pretty independent um and that's that's always been very important to me I've heard a ton of horror stories from friends of signing to major labels and then like not being able to put out any music for two years or them not liking the songs that they love and and just like losing a lot of creative control so that was always very important to me that you know i get to maintain creative control over my project and what comes out when it comes out um that being said i'm yeah i just finished like a 10 song deal with them i'm at this point where they're like i have like the second option they're picking up and then i've got another i think 10 songs to release but yeah, I'm also chatting with different publishing companies right now because I've never signed a publishing deal. I've always just like held on to that. Um, yeah, uh, but it's it's great because it's, you know, again, opening new doors. I'm writing with a bunch of new people through just these publishers setting up sessions and yeah, opening opening up all the doors of creativity, which I love.
0: So you've been able to get all the publishing, even on your YouTube too, because you got songs on YouTube with as big as like 60, 70 million views. You know, the Tiesto edit, that's insane.
1: I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't know about all that back end stuff. I mean, I would hope so. I know that I have, uh, I have a team specifically designated for like, gathering royalties around the world that you know myself and my day-to-day would never know how to do or have access to because it's just like yeah it's one of those things um but yeah i don't know like it, it's probably just such a small piece to be honest
0: yeah facts facts yeah so, so i'm actually a series of questions right now and you're just gonna answer them to the best of your ability just want to answer questions All okay right? So the first answer, the first question is smash Mary Kill, and you gotta kill one, smash one and marry one, hypothetically. Okay. Uh your nominees are Harry Styles, um, post Malone and Drake.
1: Oof. Ooh, Uh post Malone, Harry Styles. Okay, I'm probably gonna marry Harry. <laughs> I'm probably gonna, oh, this is so, cause I'm like, I don't wanna kill either one for the music, but uh, marry Harry, smash Drake, kill Posty. But I would never wanna kill Posty's music.
0: <laughs>
1: I gotta answer the question though, so there it is.
0: Thanks, thanks. Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, which favorite social media? Instagram. Facts, facts. Up and coming artists or mainstream artists? What are you listening to more?
1: Definitely not up uh definitely not mainstream. Uh up and coming or underground.
0: Singles or albums. What do you listen to more?
1: Singles now.
0: Podcast or radio?
1: Podcast.
0: Writer freestyle. Right. Festivals or raves? Raves. Favorite sport. Soccer. Favorite athlete.
1: Uh Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: Favorite comedian.
1: Crystalia. Favorite rapper. Eminem. Eminem and Mac Miller.
0: Your favorite singer.
1: Go back to my OG days. Uh, Christina Aguilera.
0: Favorite genre. Uh,
1: alternative grunge.
0: Your favorite band.
1: Nine Inch Nails.
0: Your favorite podcast.
1: Jay Shetty. Favorite color. Sky
0: blue. Favorite animal.
1: Dogs. <laughs> so basic.
0: Weed or hookah. Weed. Casamigos or Hennessy.
1: Casamigos. Bel or Moet. Bel
0: Soda juice. Sugar-free juice. Take out so- a diamond. Wait, was it? Take out or dine-in? Uh, dine-in. Tattoos or piercings? Both. Designer or casual?
1: <sighs> casual.
0: Night or day? Night. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Hot or cold? Hot. Condor or house? House. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Money or fame? Money. Love to respect. Respect. Mickey or Cardi. Cardi. One way or a round trip. When you flying.
1: Mm, one way, baby.
0: Relationships are single.
1: Right now, single.
0: Smash or make love
1: make love where are you from canada
0: how'd you get your artist name my mama <laughs> what's your Zilla-like sign aries what's your nationality
1: canadian
0: where you see yourself in five years
1: Oof. living outside of a city Big house, big property, like over 100 acres. I can walk outside my yard, buck naked, garden, eco-friendly, sustainable, solar-powered, ATVs, Uh, maybe not babies yet, but the land, and uh, selling out arena tours as my new artist project, which I have to keep hush-hush for
0: now. Facts, facts. What about some awards? Some, you see some Grammys in there, maybe.
1: Honestly, it's one of those things that I I feel like as a singer, it's almost like it's expected for us to say like I would love a Grammy. And it's like as much as I would love a Grammy, because um, in a in, on a grandiose societal level, that's like the greatest stamp of achievement you can get as an artist. I also think that, like, again, politics. And I'm just like, if I don't, if I spend my whole life and I don't win a Grammy, it doesn't make me any less than uh, anyone else. It'd be cool. But I'm just like, you know, we'll see. I don't need it to be happy.
0: Facts, facts. And I think with the records that you got that you've already put out already, I mean, they're they're bound to go platinum or gold if they haven't already. So. we've
1: got like we've got like three platinums i've got like six gold records like let's go keep it going
0: you have a total of nine yeah i
1: have have quite a few
0: that's insane yeah relations hey you passed a series of questions going crazy right now um for those who are just now tapped in let's shout out those social media handles any upcoming projects you got what's up
1: Yo, Instagram at delaney.jane, TikTok at delaney.jane. Uh, I'm not really on Twitter anymore. Sorry to all my, my Twitter fans. Um yeah, that's that's what's up. And Snapchat, I'm I'm still on Snapchat at Miss Delaney Jane. So yeah, come find me.
0: Hell yeah. Yo, can I get a drop? Be like this is Delaney Jane. Shout out to Leo Black Show.
1: Yeah. This is Delaney Jane and shout out to the Leo Black Show.
0: Thanks. Hey, good looking out, Delaney. I'm going to pause the video now.
1: Very cool.